Last time on Day Players. Murmur the Dead Ringer. W Penny Whistle. Harold Vulcan. A Minotaur. Our players sit on the esteemed Wizards Council. Wizards are no longer considered experts in magic. What role in society has taken their place? They go to the clergy. People are disappearing. You see an incredibly beautiful man. It's demon. Oh, just a demon. I am Ka. Where have you been taking all the townspeople? Hey, Temple, to the east. Looks like they're building an entire army out there. Emrilla, the head priestess of the Church of Pale. I have not heard of a demon named Ka. He reminds me of a, a demon in our folklore, the Demon Prancer. But he was taken care of by a paladin of Pale. Sir Highlife, we need to know how you defeated Prancer. I took his face. Is he not vanquished? Was my task incomplete? Would you want to complete your task? What do you mean, Master Necromancer? My king, I will get straight to the point. We would like to request the services of the Legion. Human forces will travel west down this embankment, charging at the temple. The three of us will infiltrate the temple in the chaos to locate of uh, you tear out the statue from the ground. You found the entrance to the ancient catacombs below. Don't worry, gentlemen. I spent many hours at the family estate running through the complicated halls of our own traditional artful labyrinths. I'm confident that uh, whichever way we wind up in this maze, I'll be able to lead us safely. As I have the Minotaur racial ability that lets me remember any path that I have traversed, which I'm sure is only in there as a fun mythological bit of flavor, but it's actually coming in handy now. Yeah. Yeah, because with your perfect recall, you can solve any maze. I mean, I'm sure you guys have solved mazes at uh, restaurants, right? As, as long as you, you have You just gotta do every route, right? Yeah, you just do every route. I'm gonna expedite the process, though. Oh? Uh, I'll say, we don't have time to actually run through every one of these hallways not when the fate of all those humans and elves above is in our hands let me speed things up and i'm gonna cast far step which lets me teleport up to 60 feet for, for as a bonus action for up to a minute and i'm just gonna flash my way through this maze just you know down a hallway oh it's a dead end like the scene in that Nicolas Cage movie where you yeah, can see the next. future. Yeah, in Next. Next, thank you, yes. yes. Good movie. <laughs> With Harry's t quick little teleportation spell and his amazing recall of the labyrinth, going through it is an easy matter. Now it's only a question of time. How deep down do you have to go to find the core of Ka? You know you're getting close when you start to feel a harrowing essence around you. The air thickens with a demonic energy. You hear in the distance, beyond almost every corner, a little laugh. <laughs> you're getting closer. While you're going through the haunted hallways, W you feel a tap on your shoulder. I whirl around. Battle wizard! I don't cast anything, though. Of course, yeah. The, uh, the air shifts around you. You see yourself face to face 
with a large purple-skinned demon. Long arms and long hoofs adorn this demonic body. Its face torn up in pieces, but there's something odd about it. Hanging off the side of it, stapled to it, is a perfect, beautiful, demonic face. You stand face to face with Prancer, or the core of Ka. Wow, Gideon really did a number on you. Morgan's the only one here, by the way. Yeah, this I figured this I figured, was yeah. spooky labyrinth move. Oh, yeah. oh Morgan's okay. his own. Yes, he tore off my face, but I found it. It's mine again. Okay. You refused an offer, but seeing as how you're so close to me, I could perhaps offer you something different. Something that might be more to your taste. Okay. Go on. W. And he pulls out a pink vial. I could give you this potion. It will return you to your youth. All you have to do is just leave the labyrinth. And it's yours. Wow. You really are a stupid demon, aren't you? (laughs) You think that I dislike my age, my wisdom, all my crazy wrinkles, and I pull on all my flabby skin? (laughs) You know what this is? This is just the trappings for the moisture of the universe. This is how you get magical powers. This is how you open doors. But I guess you don't have to worry about that, do you? Are you immortal? Demons don't age. Then you'll never understand how mortality is the most valuable thing when you're pursuing knowledge or power. Very well. It appears I cannot convince you to leave. I'll see you down below. And he shifts away into the mist. You are taken out of this trance when Murmur places a hand on your knee. W, what's going on? I think that Ka is still trying to play tricks on us. Have you talked to him? Have you seen him? What did he offer you? It's not worth it. Uh, I I have received no offer from Ka, and ever since uh, I was traveling through the Carpathian Forest. Hmm, a likely story. Remember what kind of drink did I buy you thirty-eight years ago when we were at the Galloping Jalopy in Toonville? Uh, it was a glass of water. Mm, that's You've right. You've always been a prank. Ka would never be able to guess. <laughs> you said it was the strongest drink they had, and then you giggled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, after all, after all, water is the element which brings life. You... All right, let's end the scene. Now. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, think paranoid. I, I think we can move on with the next uh, round of tempting. <laughs> Murmur. You're walking through the labyrinth. You had just shaken your friend awake when you hear a giggling, a laugh around the corner. 
Your curiosity gets the better of you. You rush ahead, going past W, and smoke surrounds you. A tall demon with long arms and long hoofs stands before you. You recognize this to be Prancer, the core of Ka. He looks at you, but with a bit of a disappointing expression on both of his faces. We meet again. I would have hoped that you could not find your way here, Murmur. I don't have much to offer you. You've turned me away once. I'm not sure what I can offer you again. Would you like eternal youth? I have a vial of that. Your friend did not want it. I do not want anything from you except for maybe a truce? And then I reach out my hand as if I were offering a shake to him. A truce? Really? Uh, What are the terms? You have us in quite the predicament. Us traveling through this labyrinth. We could just turn and go back, but like I said, your word is not as important as your handshake. Are you saying that if I shake your hand right now, you would turn around? Truce? Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. Ah, this was easier than I thought. And Prancer extends their hand forward. I grab hold of Prancer's hand, and I cast Bestow Curse. Oh no! Oh jeez. I thought you were gonna like, shock and grasp, like <laughs> buzzer. I'm going to cast Bestow Curse at 5th level which means I no longer oh. have to have concentration over it, and it lasts for eight oh. hours. Whoa. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, That's really cool. What is, cool. is the curse? So, Bestow Curse has a couple of different options you can choose from, and I think what I'm going to do is the option where it says, while cursed, the target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each of its turns. If it fails, it wastes its action that turn doing nothing. Ooh, a wow. powerful curse. Let's see if you can make a wisdom saving throw. All right. He rolled a one. Oh, wow. <laughs> that No wow. joke. I rolled a one. There it is. Damn. All right. Yeah, you got him. You <laughs> cursed him. He recoils in pain. You have broken the truce. I cannot trust you. I hope I see you in my deeper chamber. I will enjoy tearing your face all of them. <laughs> I hope my two-faced is a little bit prettier. <laughs> I, I say that and I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he slinks into the shadow and cl- the clouds around you dissipate. Uh, w, you are surprised because Murmur is just suddenly standing in front of you like he apparated out of thin air. Murmur, what did he offer you? Don't take it. I think I made him an offer, an offer that he shouldn't have taken. He is now cursed. Oh, well, you, you could do, th- do that the whole time? Wow. I had to merely get close enough to touch him. Hmm. Wow, so he really was in front of me then. That is pretty scary. I thought it was some sort of illusion or duplicate or a face of Ka. Maybe he had cast Polymorph on. But now... I am much more worried than I was before. I hope our friend Harry does not get seduced by his plans. And let's shift over to Harry, 
who's rapidly teleporting through the halls of the labyrinth, trying to solve it as fast as he can. On your uh, on the last teleportation, you go from the labyrinth to a separate world. You find yourself in a room without walls and just an endless floor. And standing before you is the demon we all know and love, Prancer. His two faces, long hooves and arms. He has a face of rage and utter disappointment. <sighs> you have some interesting friends, don't you, Harry? Did they pull the electric buzzer handshake trick? <laughs> I won't be making a truce with him again anytime soon. That's all right. We'll make quick work of you, truce or no. Why have you brought me here? I wish to try a deal with you, Harry. Go on, then. Well, Harry, you're a bit of a unknown entity. I don't know what you want. Could I offer you eternal youth, money, power, women? Minotaurs. Manitars? Minotaurs. <laughs> Demon, I can't imagine that there are any magics that you know that I do not already possess. I am a demon from the eighth layer of hell. There's wizards down there who have studied magic longer than you have been conceptualized. I have the access to many spells. I could give you a spell that could rip the moon out of the sky. Perhaps a spell that could put a waterfall in your pocket. You need only think of what you want, and I'm sure one of our wizards knows of it. You claim to have sway over these powerful wizards. If that's the case, why don't you grant me an audience right now with Magnanimous the Wise? Hmm? Magnanimous the Wise. You know what? Why not? And he uh, snaps his fingers. And a wizard in long robes and a beard that's even longer appears behind him. He has a tired look upon his face. He looks around in confusion and begins to uh, rise up to speak. That's when Prancer turns to him and grasps his hand over his mouth. I think I should get something out of this deal before you speak with Magnanimous. Wouldn't that be fair? Animus the Wise was supposedly one of the originators of the Conjuration Arts. It was said that he could fabricate unlimited amounts of material from anywhere on any plane. The, the secrets that he would be able to reveal to me after given the burning of his library, surely that... How am I to know that that's really the Magnanimous? This is certainly just some illusion. There'll have to be a bit of mutual trust here, after all. It'll be difficult to gain after your friend's betrayal. Mm. All you have to do is walk away from your two friends. Without you, they'll wander through the labyrinth until their death. If you can do that, I will remove my hand from Magnanimous, and you may ask him all that you wish. Ka, I know you wanted me to give you something in this exchange, but, uh... It seems unwittingly, you've already provided me everything I need. If Magnanimous is really on the eighth level of hell, that's all I need to know to summon him myself at a later time at my convenience. 
We'll be no. seeing you shortly, and uh, Magnanimous, no. we'll be seeing you a little later. Ta-ta! No! And I teleport out again. Fuck yeah, you leave him. He doesn't get a chance to let you escape, you get out of there. That's on my own terms. You teleport right in front of Murmur and W. My goodness. Harry, you're back. Harry, what did he offer you? Being young and dumb isn't worth it. <laughs> no, I'm already I'm already very handsome as we established and fairly youthful for my people. I've got a lot of time left to figure out the whole death thing. Uh, no, it turns out Magnanimous the Wise is on the eighth level of hell, so I have a little side project for us when we are done here. Gordon grunts. He looks like he wants to keep going <laughs> oh, to the labyrinth. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot okay. that I forgot that we had Gordon, and then I remembered we had Gordon, and then I thought Peter forgot Gordon, but you remembered yep. before I did. Yep, uh, he's Gordon here. Well, Gordon, uh, you're still here. What did Ka offer you? Uh, he grunts and shrugs his shrugs his arms. Uh, I think that is his way of saying, "Ugh." Hmm. Yes. Rich vocabulary. Looks, he still looks the regular amount of beautiful, so we know at least it's it wasn't that. I've flash-mapped the uh, entire labyrinth, and I think I know the path. Uh, deep in the center of the labyrinth, there was a strange altar. I think that is our best bet at trying to get at the core. Harry is correct. He has found a ancient tablet, an altar, in the center of this labyrinth. He quickly rushes you through the hallways until you finally see it. A large chamber surrounded, uh, a large chamber with a stone altar in the center. It is surrounded with a lake of blood. In the center, on this island, standing on top of this altar, stands a long-hoofed, long-armed demon with a face stapled to his side. The zombie Gordon roars you have found Prancer or the core of Ka you finally come down and found me perhaps I can offer you one final deal I find that unlikely yeah fine just get it over with come on what is it I'll walk out of here. No problem. Nothing at all. I'll stop. I won't take any more faces. I won't do nothing. I can, in fact, return to the eighth level of hell. All I ask is for Gordon High Life. Hmm. What does that mean? What is it you want with Gordon High Life? That is for me to know and you to find out if you say yes. Hmm. So you want Gordon, do you? I will cast Hallucinatory Terrain, and I will turn the this this opening room that we're in into a huge boxing arena. You can have Gordon if you want him. Go get him, champ. <laughs> Prancer raises his hands and prepares for battle. Yeah. Let's do a little bit of initiative. Ooh. Okay, so mine is 12, Gordon's is 9. Mine is also 9. 5 for Tommy. We begin combat with the old adversary, Prancer. Murmur, you are first. So the first thing that I do is I pat 
Gordon on the back, and I say, Get ready for battle. I want you to knock him out, kid. And then I cast Protection from Evil and Good onto Gordon. Ooh, that's a really good idea. What does Protection from Evil and Good look like? Imagine that, like, I slapped him on the back, and then from the contact of slapping him on the back, there's, like, almost like a sheen that washes over his human form. Gordon is protected against evil, and it's his turn next. He grasps his ancient blade and rushes towards Prancer, yelling out a zombie uh, battle roar. He swings at Ka. Adrian! Ka raises up one of his demon arms and deflects the blow. W, you're up. I would also like to buff Gordon, and I will just cast Enlarge on him. Huzzah! Nice. I like he it. Grows. He grows. He grows. Doubles in size in all dimensions, and its weight is multiplied by eight. Whoa, he heavy now. Harry, you're up next. Uh, Harry's gonna take out a little vial from his robes and throw it, huck it at Ka slash Prancer. I'm casting Web to try to get this guy restrained so Gordon can go nuts on him. Um, so he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Well, All right. technically it's when his turn starts. Yes. Which will be right after you. There we go. He rolls it and uh, rolled a two on the die. He fails it. Now he's got to make a wisdom, for a, a wisdom saving throw. Because I bestowed a curse upon him. Oh, you're right. The curse. He's cursed. Yeah, that's 18 on the die. He's, he's going to make it. Okay. Uh, which means he will act. Prancer raises up his hands and begins speaking in Inferno. A twisted energy spirals from his hands, causing a display of lights and patterns that enters into everyone's vision. I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. And because we're all wizards, we all have proficiency with wisdom saves. 16. All right, 16 will do it. 14. Okay, all right. And what is W's wisdom saving throw? I rolled a one. Okay, and Gordon, a zombie, is not affected by this. Doesn't have a mind to twist. Hmm. W and Harry are now confused. Oh, man, really? You cannot take reactions, and at the start of your turn, you must roll a d10, and that d10 will determine your behavior. And don't look it up. I think it'll be better if it's a secret. Murma, you are first. Then I'm going to go ahead and I will cast Blindness onto Prancer. Nice. Constitution saving throw. Boop. Uh, he don't make it. He's blind. (laughs) I've I've done so many bad things to him. I know. You're doing necromancy. A lot of debuffing. Yeah, it's super Uh, cool. It's Gordon's turn. He will swing at Prancer. He has advantage because his foe is uh, blinded, and he hits. He swings with his great sword, his ancient blade, and will deal 13 damage to Prancer, slashing against his chest. Gordon will swing again. Uh, He got a nat 20. Oh, my God. Deals another 22 damage. Yeah, you get him. 
Lil Gideon. Lil Gordon. <laughs> w, roll a d10. Ooh, a d10. Yes. You are confused. Let's Ooh, see what action you take. I got a 10. Oh, you can act and move normally. Aha! You can't confuse me. I'm always confused. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Prancer. Here's another classic. And I will shoot out. Magic Missile! Ah! Oh, the yeah. most wizardly of spells. Go ahead and roll your damage. One. Four. Four. Nine damage. Twelve damage. Magic damage. It's force damage. A strong blow. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, fuck you, Prancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. tell him. At the end of your turn, you get to make another wisdom saving throw. All right, to break the curse. 18. You are no longer confused. Aha. Yeah. Hell yeah. Harry, roll a d10. Let's do it. You are confused. A six. A six. The creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. You are stunned in confusion. Oh, All man. you can see is bright lights in your vision. You guys, I just, I just had the craziest dream that we were fighting a demon. Mm. And he'll just sort of stand there mumbling. Yep, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw to see oh, if yes. you are still confused. Uh, ooh, 21. 21, okay, you break the confusion. Oh, it wasn't a dream after all. Oh, no. Your vision clears. All right. It's now Prancer's turn. Oh, he's still blinded. He can't see shit. And he's cursed. Oh, you're right. Thank you. All right. Well, he uh, rolled a 12 total, which I do not think beats your save to see. So uh, he takes no action. Got him. All right. He needs to roll against blindness as well. Yes. Uh, he's still blind. Okay. I imagining him just stumbling around this boxing ring as we all wail on him is. Uh, yeah, he is not doing yeah, well. It's, it's really not much of a fight. Murmur, it's your turn. I'm just piling onto this man. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna cast Ray of Sickness. That's a natural twenty plus whatever uh, thing is. Uh, whoa. Okay, so you crit. So twenty-one poison damage. Oh, pretty good. A constitution saving throw. Failed that save. He is poisoned, which means, uh, I think, is that disadvantage or half damage? It's just more disadvantage on everything. All right, great. He is yeah. blind, cursed, and poisoned. <laughs> he's having a bad he's day. Uh, he, Don't forget, he's, gonna just... he's also webbed. He's going to yeah. really hate He's me. webbed. That's right, he's webbed. Gordon strikes at the cursed, blinded, poisoned, and webbed prancer there's a holy light that begins to fill the room lightning travels through the labyrinth searching from the sky to the evil room below that lightning hits the sword of gordon he raises it high and you begin to see his flesh burn the holy energy is harming him and he slams this blade down into the neck of Prancer. Prancer lets out an unholy yell. He is in so much pain. Gordon continues the slice, cutting off the entire head of Prancer. Prancer's head falls to the ground. 
his second face uh, flying off in the air. You hear a laugh, a cackle, coming to the face on the ground. (laughs) You cannot defeat me. I am just a face now. All I need is to find a willing body. And it starts uh, inching itself along the floor. Uh, towards, uh, it's going towards Harry. Uh, is this gonna be like face hugger stuff? Or is it just yeah. gonna jump? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it leaps up towards you, Harry. Go ahead and make a reflex saving throw to see if you can stop it. 15? 15 is enough. You catch it in the air. It's wiggling. No, I'll escape and I'll get your face. What do you do, Harry? Good news for you, Prancer. We have one last willing body for you. And I'll turn to Gordon and say, one final duty for you, Gordon. Thank you for your service. And I will slap the face of Ka onto Gordon's body while shouting, Murmur! Release Gordon! Heck yes! (laughs) Okay, and then I'm going to drop my animate dead so that he is no longer a uh, sentient being, no longer a reanimated corpse. Gordon slumps to its knees, and Harry slaps the face of Prancer onto Gordon. Prancer laughs, <laughs> you gave me a body, you fools. With this, I will vanquish you. <laughs> what? <coughs> what's, <coughs> what's going on? <laughs> There's no soul in this body. There's nothing left. It's but a husk. Sorry, Prancer. We sent Gordon home, and all that's left is for you to face the music. Oh, there we go. I had to get that one in. Nice. Gordon's body slumps to the ground. The face of Carr plastered onto Gordon screams in agony. No! No! I was so close, and I have the body of my nemesis! No! (coughs) No! And the face begins to shrivel, like a pancake left out in the sun. It wastes away to nothing. And all that you can see is Gordon's face with a smile. Once again, Gordon, you did it. You're a legend. I want to read this riddle that I found on riddles.com. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tool of thief, toy of queen, always used to be unseen. Sign of joy, sign of sorrow, giving all likeness borrowed. What am I, Prancer? A mask. We shift our camera up above to where the faces of Ka face up against the human and elven legions. With the core defeated, all of the faces uh, yell out in agony and reach towards their face just as before. The faces shrivel until there's nothing left but the ugly visages of those that were fooled by Ka. They look around in confusion, but they know that they have been saved. They can now return to their homes, tend to their fields, and most importantly, pay their taxes. Let us go to next month. A month after you've rescued King Jocrin's domain, you sit in the council's chamber, waiting for each member to walk in. 
As soon as the last member walks in, you take a moment to address the council members for the new ninth member of the council. Esteemed fellow council members, uh, with our funding reestablished, it is good to see all of you in the same spot. I'll get right to the point. Uh, the three of us added another person to the council. What? You can't just add another school. Actually, if you look at the bylaws, section 10, sub, subpart 1.3, article B, you'll see that in times of emergency, as long as there is a minimum quorum of one-third of the council, and that would be myself, Murmur, and Davia. Uh, yeah, you goons all quit when things got hot. You all quit. We looked at the rules. And we've added Amarilla from the Divine School of Magic onto our council. Everyone say hello. Amarilla steps in. Hello, everyone. I hope that uh, my presence will not change anything. Just think of it as another vote, a tiebreaker, if you will. And she goes and drags a chair from a storage room, having it make a loud noise as she drags it amongst the floor, (laughs) sets it by the table, and sits down, ready for business to begin. Now, I'm sure there will be some complaints about the addition of another member to this council. If there's any problems, you can direct them to me. And otherwise, I think we continue our business as usual. The other council members grumble, but they accept. None are willing to challenge the rules of the council. Yeah. I'm glad we're all in agreement on that one. Uh, so what's the next order of business? Well, with the ninth member, maybe we can finally agree on a tapestry color. Otherwise, we should discuss the new budget. Yes, where did we leave the tapestry color discussion? Yeah, we were split 50-50 on this royal purple and this uh, mystical green. (laughs) Mystical green. It looks like sick. What are you talking about? That's as green as the forest. It's it's brilliant. Uh, it's the one thing that you've been wrong about. Unbelievable. Royal purple is clearly the superior choice. But we're not royal at all. Just because we work for the king doesn't mean we're not a big crazy wizard society. I mean, green is like the craziest color of all. It makes perfect sense. Green's going to keep you humble. All right. What is uh, Umbrella's vote? <laughs> I, uh, I gotta know. Does... Who 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 pre-convinced her? <gasps> Ooh, I feel like W. You think you think <laughs> that I would try such underhanded <laughs> voter <Yes>. bias? <laughs> Don't you think that W would pull her aside like immediately after vanquishing Khan? Be like, "Don't you think green's a nice color?" <laughs> Maybe we should roll to see who can who convinced her. <laughs> yeah, let's just roll. Let's yeah, just let, roll let's let fate decide. Who rolls the highest on the d20? Alright, let's do it. 13. 11. I got an 11. Well, damn. I think the greens have it. The green has it. Amarillo Sorry, raises yeah. her hand and says, I believe this can be a quick matter. Mystical green is my choice. Thus ending <sighs> your three year long stalemate. Mm. Ah, and now we can finally get back to the budget. Yes. And that's where she, it's, let's end the scene right there. <laughs> you nice. know, it's no wonder that, that the funding completely dried up because we didn't talk about it for three years. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the money going? No one knows. <laughs> when you returned, 
You brought Gordon with you. It's not often a paladin gets to become a hero in both life and unlife. And having completed his duty for a second time, he deserves another burial. This time, at a higher level in the catacombs. He gets a ground floor spot. You three are, of course, invited to the ceremony. You stand in the catacombs, amongst the top floor, looking at the new shelf, a beautiful shelf, where uh, Gordon will now lie. King Jokren stands amongst you, and Amarilla stands in front of you, preparing a speech for Gordon. Is this... Are funerals here the kind where people dress up or dress like the all black down kind of thing? Let's 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 go all black. I don't dress all black. I dress in my crazy wizard shit. <laughs> I don't think expected. I own anything black. My robes are already black. My it's clothes, perfect. My clothes are like plants. Right. Foliage. <laughs> I will wear a big puffy magical green what was it? Mystical green? Mystical, mystical green. green. I will wear a big fancy mystical green outfit and I'll 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 turn over to Murmur. I didn't know this was a formal affair. Uh I thought that this would be a great way to show the king the new council robes. You you turn to me and you notice that I'm wearing like a patchwork of blackberries on on vine. Oh my god! And thorns. Uh-huh. I'm like, I got the memo at the last second. Had to work with what I had. Wow, you look great. I I'm in a lot of pain. One because it's a funeral, but two because I'm being pricked by thorns. You know, I should be more sad, but I feel like we didn't spend a lot of time with Gordon. He didn't. He wasn't much of a talker, you know? That's okay. You don't need to be a talker. Gordon epitomized everything I believe in. Serving your duty in life and in afterlife. Emarilla gives her speech, explaining how it's an amazing miracle that Palor has graced the mystical power of resurrection to murmur here so that a paladin may fight both in life and unlife, and that she's happy that we can get more out of our holy warriors, and she hopes that she can call upon Murmur again to bring the holy warriors out of the catacombs and back into battle. It is the warrior's way. You know, it was really nice having Gordon at our side, but I would feel bad if we had to summon him again. Maybe we can get your hands on some of those other guys down there. Yes. We'll have a chance to learn all their stories. And then we'll be able to call upon them for all of their redemption arcs. <laughs> a redemption arc for every paladin. That's a platform I can get behind. Hoping to avoid another incident like the Faces of Ka, our three wizards have voyaged and traveled towards the Elven Lands. And we find ourselves in the elven king's court again, with his large tree and the old elf sitting beside it. He motions you towards him, and he says, I've heard of your victory. Congratulations. Our council gives you thanks. 
What is it that we can help you with? I must say, the thanks really should be from us to you. If it wasn't for your armies, we could not have faced this demon and restored order to the land. I like that we were able to work together, and I hope that we can extend that into the future. We have extended our arm out towards the humans. I am told by my general, Lywis Leafbrain, that Lady Frayne's tactics were incredible, and that we should be coordinating more. Did you have any ideas? We were considering, after seeing the skill of your elven enchanters, a, uh, a magical exchange, a, a spell think tank, if you will. I think that there could be much exchange between members of the council and your casters. Much to learn on both sides. I think it's a great idea for our enchanters to help you. But I think our enchanters could use your help first. They have discovered a scroll, an ancient elven scroll that dictates a prophecy that the ocean will open up and a large kraken clock will climb out and eat the world itself. Whoa, that's a, that's something I haven't thought of. Yeah, geez. This clock sounds like a serious threat. Are you asking for our aid, Elf King? I'm not merely asking, I am begging. Well, you know what that means, boys. It's time to put on our game face. What's the one-liner? I think it's that, isn't it? That, yeah, it's, it's time game to put face. on our game face. Yeah, that's the face. Oh. That's fucking oh. great. Oh. It's a thinker. It takes yes, a moment. You're right. Yeah. I thought about it, it and we then it, it worked. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Well done. My name is Peter Lanstall. I was your dungeon master for today. If you liked my material, I'm sure you'll love my art. Please check out my Instagram, at Peter and Pigment, if you want to see my drawings. Please go. <laughs> Hi, I'm William Pierce. Today I played Murmur the Dead Ringer, a stone gnome wizard. Uh, you can find me playing more games if you go over to YouTube and check out the channel, Tabletop Talk. And you can find me on Instagram, at BigBearWill. I'm Morgan Vasiliev, and I played W Pennywhistle, the transmutation wizard. And if you want to help out my local band, 10 Man Brass Band, you can go to 10manbrass.bandcamp.com. We are selling t-shirts, we are selling singles, and I mix those singles and they all sound really good. And even Tommy wrote some of them. It's really hard for bands out there right now during the quarantine, and I'm seeing things that are like no live shows until 2022. So help out those local bands. And if you want to help me out personally, help out 10 Man Brass. My name is Tommy Ager. I played Harold Vulcan, the Minotaur Conjuration Wizard. Do you have a podcast that you wish had great sound design and music? I'm in the business of adding audio to things, so uh, if you'd like a score, sound design, intro song, or any other sort of composition for your audio production, contact me at tommyamusic at gmail.com or visit my website, tommyamusic.com. Did anyone not get to do a cool thing that they wanted to do. I had two that I wanted to do. You had two? What did you Whoa. want to do? Okay, there's a dope spell called uh, Creation, which is not a conjuration spell, which is whack, where you just materialize s material uh. Uh, from another dimension. That's fucking cool. 
but I never, it never really came up. The only so, thing that I wanted to do was I did plan to use gaseous form as like a fart joke or something, oh, but yeah. you know, it just, it never came up because there was never an opportunity for me to be made of gas. I didn't know what direction the story was going to go, but one of the necromancy spells I have is fame death. Death. Ooh. Which I, that, I, that that's a fun scene, yeah. That, that would have been interesting if, if the Thus concludes our magical wizards only adventure. I hope that now you can see why the wizard is my favorite class. Do you have a favorite class? Well, I wanna hear about it. Reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, or you can even let us know through a review. Maybe you'll convince us to do another game where we play your favorite class. Come join us next week for more shenanigans, stories, and belly-filling laughs. Hoping to hear from you and wishing you all the best. This is Peter Lansdahl, signing off. This arc was edited and mixed by Paxton Farrar. Original music and campaign production by Tommy Ager. Our album art is by Caitlin Duffy. Day players is Paxton Farrar, Morgan Vasilia, Tommy Ager, and myself, Peter Lansdahl. Next time on Day Players. For Halloween this year, we are doing a series inspired by the SCP Wiki, a sort of like a men in black for horror. And you all three work for the Bureau of Fantastic Anomalies. Anti-establishment sentiments, bad mood, weird smells of onion. Hip-hop doesn't exist yet. <laughs> sort of brick wall shaped, still made entirely of meat. Name, redacted. You don't even get his real name. So I'm very good at homework, sir. Boot that you can never find the second boot because all the monster hunters, they all had to be at the tuna cannery. I'm still trying to understand what happened to G-Squad. <laughs> they got fucking vanished, dude. They're gone. I love it. I love it when people don't ask questions. <laughs>
Uh, football. One. One. The election. Two. 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 Uh, learning. Three. 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 Uh, going to sleep, but actually just laying in bed for a long time. Four. Four. And finally eating. Five. Five. Five things. Five things. All right, Will, give me five spells a wizard should always have prepared. Uh, jump real high. One. One. <laughs> Do the thing where no one sees you. Two. 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 Backflip on water. Three. Three. Cartwheel into a volcano and not burn yourself. Four. Four. Um, I got your nose. Five. Five. Five, five, five things. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh... How about uh, give me five D&D characters that you have played? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Astros, the 100% totally real wizard. One. 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 Uh, Klaus Loaf. Two. 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 Grog. Three. 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 Yip and Leaf Stomp. Four. 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 And uh, fucking... Oh, man, you're making me remember names. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sparkle gray. Five. Five. Five, five, five things. things.